I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, start in Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, spell a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah Alright, here we go. First game of the season. It's finally here. Week one is upon us. Brother, I'm ready to go. You ready? Oh yeah, you know it, but get us going with that intro, baby. Football's back. Woo! Let's get it. So, football is back. Tonight is the first game of the year with the defending Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, taking on the Houston Texans. A rematch of last year's divisional round game. And if you guys remember that game, the Texans were really playing well, up 24 to nothing, and then everything collapsed. Now, these teams look different. The Texans obviously don't have DeAndre Hopkins. They uh, questionably traded him to Arizona. But they got a new running back, Jules, and, and um, David Johnson. But the Chiefs, their firepower is all still there. They lock up the king, Patty Mahomes. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, the defense is still intact. This is going to be a good one tonight. Yeah, and you have the two highest-paid quarterbacks in the league going at it. Watson gets got his fourth one sixty. Patrick Mahomes is what five hundred million. I lost track. The numbers are it was too a ten-year. It was a ten-year, five hundred three million dollars. He's making wow. forty-five mil a year. But it could go up to $550 million. Yeah, the only thing that's really different with the Chiefs is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. A lot of hype about this dude. The first-round pick in many drafts hasn't even touched the field yet. Many view him as a Darren Sproles clone. Andy Reid loves Sproles, obviously. So we're going to see what he can do with Hilaire. He's going to be the main dog, obviously. Texans, like you said, David Johnson, Brandon Cooks. What's the status of his play, in or out? So Brandon Cooks has been declared active tonight they're gonna need him him will fuller and the boys really are going to need to play well against this pass excuse me this uh defense of the chiefs who's missing their best corner bashar breland who's out for four game with a suspension for peds right yeah so that's gonna be something the texans can take advantage of i'm looking at this game the line's nine and a half I think the Texans cover this game, but I'm not sure if they're going to win it. I think it's going to be a close game. You might see a little Super Bowl hangover here. Texans are going to come in motivated after what happened last year, obviously losing on this field, and here they are again, so it's pretty ironic for them. Watson has a chip on his shoulder to prove he can win without Hopkins, obviously. David Johnson's a huge chip on his shoulder to prove he's not finished yet. So we're going to have to see. David Johnson, I'm bullish. John Bobby's in on him. I'm not so much anymore. So... We're going to be excited to see what happens out there. What are your X-Factors for tonight on both teams? X-Factor, that's easy. Tonight the X-Factor for the Chiefs is Travis Kelsey. I think Travis Kelsey gives every defense trouble, but if you watched last game against the Texans, he really went off. I think he's an X-Factor. And today an X-Factor for the Texans is David Johnson. I think David Johnson gives them a different dynamic that they haven't had in a really long time. So this is going to be a huge game for David Johnson. I think that this will be, in a way, his resurgent party, I'm going to call it. He's coming okay. back to form, and he will tonight get his touches, and I, I predict he will get in the end zone twice. 
Okay, well, I did see you place that prop bet before, 5 for 70. Also, oh, while we're here, we got uh, Thrive Fantasy as well. Use the promo code GRUNT, G-R-U-N-T. They match a deposit up to 20 or more, so everyone do that. Have fun with that. Tonight's a great night to get started. But back to this game, my X-Factor for Houston is going to be Will Fuller. What's this dude going to do? Can he stay on the field? Can he actually be productive? Because when he's out there, he's great. But when is he out there? That's the question, like always. But this dude can come down with three touchdowns like it's nothing we've seen him do it before he makes big plays he's big he can get that jump ball he does it all out there but like i said he's got to be out there so let's see if he can make it through it's gonna be a big year if he can of course with the chiefs you got the big three tyreek hill kelsey mahomes so if i'm looking for an x factor outside of those three i'm gonna stick with sammy Watkins. like i said this dude always seems to show up when he needs to first game of the season i can see him getting a big play getting a touchdown he always seems to have a big play out of nowhere like he gets like four catches like 80 yards like four catches like 100 yards like five from 120 i've seen it so many times from him so i'm looking at those two players on the opposite sides and you know what? In terms of Will Fuller, Will Fuller is a guy who really needs to step up with the loss of DeAndre Hopkins. This guy could prove if he stays healthy, he could be dangerous. He's got speed. He catches the ball, runs precise routes, be a huge asset. And Sammy Watkins, listen, the knock on this guy has been the Chiefs are just just get, handing him free money. But in the playoffs last year, he showed up. He show, he showed up when you needed him I to. I think he's he's a different player and he's been reliable for them. They extended him this year. They really like him. And I think if they don't pay attention to him tonight, Jules, there's going to be a lot of trouble for that Texans defense. Yeah, he's a game changer in the postseason. Looking at some splits right now, trying to see what he does in the playoffs. I have some I have some memory of what he does. Okay, here we go. So Last year in the playoffs, he had 14 catches for 288 yards and a touchdown. Very productive. And he's got 20 yards to catch almost in the postseason. Like this dude, I'm telling you, when he, he shows up when he needs to. Has the contract been affordable? Has he, been, has he lived up to it? Yes and no, because does he play 16 games? No, that's never going to happen. No. But does he come up when he needs to? Like we said, yes. Did he help the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? Yeah, he did. And last year in the AFC Championship game, Bobby will remember, he had a great game as well, and he was far from the reason the Chiefs ended up losing that game. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So it's very interesting if you want to say if he lived up to his contract or not. But I believe he did take a pay cut, so now I think he's probably more aligned as to what he should make. So... I'm going to have to see what happens out there. No Damian Williams. They're showing on the screen right now. Bobby, what's your score prediction? I'll give you mine. Oh, here we go. Usually when the season starts, I'm always pretty spot on with this, if you remember uh, when baseball started. But football, a little different. I think this. I'm going to tell you this. <clears throat> Listen, there are no fans in the stands. 17 you, for here. I'm, I'm sorry? There's 17. The Chiefs have fans. Oh, seven. I'm sorry. You're Forgive good. me. It's okay. Only five teams have them. The Chiefs oh. are one of the lucky five. So... Tonight, here's what I think. I think the Chiefs are going to come out motivated. I think that people are going to really look for them to fail. That's what they're looking at. They want to see Patty Mahomes crumble after getting that contract. He's not that good. He doesn't deserve the money. Listen, not going to happen. This offense, 
This is firepower at its finest. I'm going to go with a 31-20 to 20 victory for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so you have the Chiefs barely missing out on the spread then because the, number, the number's at 9.5 right now for right. the Chiefs. So you would have the Texans covering up. I agree with you as well. I also have the Chiefs getting 30 points, but I have the Texans getting 27. I think we're going to see a fun game today. I think you're going to see a lot of back and forth. I think in the fourth quarter, Bill O'Brien's going to make a bad decision, and then Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to take advantage because – 10 times out of 10, hands tied behind his back, I would take Andy Reid, even as if his mouth was trapped shut, I would take Andy Reid over Bill O'Brien the sideline, almost in any circumstance imaginable. And I think he'll be the difference tonight. Absolutely. I, I really do. I think coaching is a huge factor. And Andy Reid and Bill O'Brien, that's not even a competition. You take no, Andy Reid. <laughs> What do you think about J.J. Watt? I'm curious. What do you think he has left at this point? Well, you know what? He's been injured a lot the past couple of years. I think that this year he can stay healthy. And you know what? He could be a game changer, too. You know what he could do. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. I think he'll have a sack tonight. Right. I think he gets some homes and causes havoc. When you look at the Chiefs defense, who stands out of you? Chris Jones. Of course, right. he just got paid. He's going to be a force up the middle. And the Texans' defense is going to have to deal with this guy, and it's going to be a problem up the middle, definitely. Right, I agree. Give me Frank Clark. I see him getting two sacks on Watson. Clark's been a beast. Go pick up for the Chiefs, so I think he's going to make his money tonight. You know how bad that line is. Watson's going to go down a couple times. It's inevitable. But it won't be the same. Here's something very interesting that we need to discuss before we even move forward to these games. And we also have a guest caller who's going to make the picks with us. Me and Bobby decided to do a new trend this year. We're going to have guest callers every week to help us do our picks. We're going to pick the game straight up. We'll have all our picks for the week. And we're going to get it going. And I'm excited about this. But before we get to that, how do you think this season's going to be different without the fans? And Arrowhead's a great example because the Chiefs have a great home field. 17,000 fans really can't replicate what we're used to seeing. Does it help them rather than having zero? Yeah, it probably does. But how much? It's going to be interesting to see. We haven't seen this yet. I'm really curious on your take on this and like how you think both teams are going to be affected. Even the Texans were talking about having to deal with no crowd. But I feel like it helps the road team because they don't have to deal with the pressure on those third downs. There's no loud noise. There's no issues with play calls anymore like you're not gonna have to deal with that stuff so what do you think well I think the crowd factor is huge because if you look at a team like the Seahawks who use the 12th man to their advantage and when you go there you can't hear a thing that's a huge advantage for them that's gonna be I think the away teams this year are gonna be at an advantage Mm -hmm. because of this and the artificial crowd noise let me tell you something you could blast that it's not gonna matter it's not the same right. as real fans screaming and everything. So the one thing I think is without fans, listen, football without fans is not the same. It's going to be, it, it's gonna be But tough. I'd rather have football without fans than not have football at all. Same so, thing with baseball. We were talking yeah. about baseball. As far as that's been too, but yeah. It, but th- look, that's a good point, Jules. You know what? You hit the nail on the head. Teams who uh, Teams look for their fans to be an advantage. For crowd noise, that's huge. So it right you uh, with you can't hear the play calls. They they're having trouble, and now that's taken away from them at some. And in my opinion, do I think that some uh, stadiums that have fans, it's a disadvantage? No, um, because it's it's reduced and it's not the same. Okay, so So, you don't really think there's a difference between having seventeen and having zero. No. 
Okay, that'll be... I'm going to be interested to see how that goes. Like, I kind of agree with you in a sense because it's still, like, a fifth of the stadium, like, what you're used to. We don't know what that's going to look like. Will it be, like, better? We're going to have... You know what? The comparison's really going to come Sunday, like, when we hear his first game and then right. we, we see the game Sunday, how those fans look... How most stadiums look without the fans. Right. So now we don't know, but I think... I tend to think you're right because... Think about it. The fans are spaced out. They can't high-five each other or nothing. You're not going to hear, like, anyone getting crazy drunk or anything because I don't even know if they're doing alcohol at the stadiums. I don't know what that's like. I'm not even sure. I haven't heard anything about yeah, that, that I don't even know. But it's not going to be the same, even with 17. And they have to wear masks, too. So, like, how loud can you be with a mask on? That's the other thing. You know, like, it's just going to be a weird thing. I don't think anyone's going to be banging seats like crazy either. I mean, maybe, but it's not going to – it's going to be weird. It's going to be very unorthodox and something we're going to have to get used to for the foreseeable future until there is a vaccine and we could go back to living our normal lives. But uh, um, I just think that with this now, you know what? The fans that can come will be there and show and go crazy uh, in terms of alcohol being sold. I haven't heard anything about that. That's actually a very good point. Yeah, I'm curious. Because, listen, when you go to a football game, there's always going – I'm going to tell you something. About 50% of the factor. fans are drunk. <laughs> yeah, that always gets you a little more rowdy too. So, like, that's going to be something to monitor. I'm going to be curious to see, like, how it looks, like all the camera shots with the fans. Like, it's going to be something. This is historical stuff. We've never seen this before. The 2020 has been a weird year. Like Bobby said, above all, we're just happy to have football because a year without football would have been miserable. Even though we have baseball and some other sports right now, right. once that all subsided, like, we would have been, like, where's football, you know? Like, even – but it just feels right to have it at least. Like, we did our fantasy drafts last night. That was fun. Everything's good with that. So – First game of the year, we both have the Chiefs winning closer than maybe some people would expect. So that's the bottom line. Chiefs will be 1-0. Texans will be 0-1. Absolutely. So we're going to have our guest car coming soon. And we'll say that he has the Chiefs as well. So we're going to save everyone the time of that. And now, here's the thing that we got to talk about quickly. He's a big Jets guy, so that's everyone's first hint to who it is. <laughs> and then the second thing is, do we just go right to the Jets game when he calls? Do we want to hit a game before he calls? Because um, uh, there's a game I like, obviously, right before Jets-Bills. Falcons-Seahawks is very intriguing to me. So, I want to, So should we just give him... Actually, I could tell him to call now, too, maybe. we yeah, just have him in now? Let's just want to just go right to Jets-Bills and then, like... We'll yeah, have to do, do a quick, quick rundowns after that because we're getting close to game time already. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to hold the phone for him for a second. Jets, Bills, and this might help us, like you were saying, because we're going on the road. We don't have to worry about that crowd now, and Bills Mafia is an intimidating crowd, although Darnold has played well there. But we're going to have to see what happens. I'm excited. The only thing that got me a little annoyed, well, a couple of things, our injuries have been irritable, but Denzel Mims regressed today. Apparently, he has hamstring injuries now, got oh, pushed back to limited, so that doesn't make me feel too good, obviously. But he was going to be in a snap count anyway. He's not the starting receiver yet. Chris Hogan's is our two right now, and now we have him. The great Mike Ramirez. Let's switch this over. Mike, what's up, brother? What's up, my guy? How are you? Good, bro. We're just going through all the games. We previewed Chiefs-Texans. We told everyone you have the Chiefs winning. So, before we transition to Jets, what's your score for Chiefs-Texans? I got 42-14 Chiefs. Oh, man. wow. You got you the know, over. The Chiefs, 
I mean, the Chiefs have it all, man. They have Tyreek Hill. They have Kelsic. They have Mahomes. They have the best player in the world. Yeah. And they have that rookie from uh, LSU. So right. that's going to be fun to utilize him on that offense, too, with Danny Reid. So, you know, they don't have D-Hop. The Texans don't have D-Hop. So their offensive line is still a little shaky. Deshaun Watson can't carry that whole team. Right, that's a good point. We have it being a little bit closer. I just feel like the Texans might be ready, maybe a little rust from the Chiefs, but everything's going to be different, but we'll have to see what happens. Um, what do you think about this state this year with no crowds and stuff? How do you think that's going to affect the game? Wait, with what? With, with no, no crowds, crowds and no fans and stuff. How do you think that's going to affect the product and like how the games are played this year? Oh, well, I mean, the crowds are very important, obviously, when you're at home, such as MetLife, Dallas... Arrowhead, Oakland, all these places, well, not Las Vegas, excuse me. Right, but, you know, these places are all riled up, you know. As a, as a Jets fan, you know what it's like at MetLife Stadium. Mm-hmm. So you know how how the players get really riled up for, for the, because of the fans. So it's going to be a disadvantage for home teams. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be just like a regular game, like a regular travel game, like you're 14 years old all over again. Right, not even high school in some situations. Yeah, like the Chiefs actually have 17,000 fans, so that'll be like a high school game almost. (laughs) I guess you could say like a Texas high school game maybe. I'm sure they draw close to that, but it's going to be something to see. So Jets-Bills, we're taught we got you. We're going to do that game first, then we're going to go through the other ones and get your picks quickly because we want to do this like right before the first game, obviously. But Jets-Bills, what are your keys? What do do we got to do to win this game? Oh my god, you have to get Donald on the outside. You have to do a lot of play action. You have to use your tackles, Fant, and you have to use Beckton on the outside. If you put Bell on the inside, you're going to put him on the inside, you're going to struggle with those trenches. Mm-hmm. Utilize the run game on the outside. Let Donald beat Donald. Let him run around. Let him throw into the middle with Chris Hurd and the tight ends. He loves those tight ends and Crowder. Listen, Perryman and Denzel Mims will come into the offense. Remember, they have Stavius White. They have Jordan Poyer. They have a great secondary. Yeah. So we have to utilize Donald's feet. Then we have to utilize Bell on the outside. Remember, he looks a lot faster. He lost a lot of weight. What does he have? Five percent body fat? Yeah, so he looks like a sculpt. That. He looks like a sculpture now. Like we've seen the pictures and everything. Le'Veon. Le'Veon. Yeah, he looks like in the middle of the city, like a like a fucking museum sculpture. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, but you're right, because I got so frustrated with Gase, and Bobby would agree with this, too, because he's a Bell guy, and he had him in fantasy last year. How many times did he stuff him up the middle? We saw nothing. It was just redundant, like, so many times. Yeah, it's, he, just, a perfect, it's just that perfect HB draw, yeah. and then pass, and then pass. And yeah, then and then three and out. Open like Open that playbook. Yeah. You gotta open, let Donald throw the ball. Yeah. You gotta put Bell on the slot. You gotta yeah. put Bell on every single down, even third down. I don't care if Gore is on the team. I don't really give a shit. You mm-hmm. gotta put him in the slot on third down. Even on second down. You have to utilize Bell every single snap. He has to be the workhorse this year. Yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. I know Bobby does as well. It's time to use him. We're paying him for good reason. He's a great running back. He's the best weapon we have on offense by far. I mean, no disrespect to wide receivers. It's just a fact. Crowder's a great player. Hermsons good, too. Mims and Perryman. Perryman, I think, is set to go. Mims isn't starting yet. It's going to be Hogan in there. And Mims has had some hamstring issues, so hopefully he's okay. And then there's also Avery Williamson and Marcus Maynard and some injuries, too. we got to hope they can play. But I think they'll be okay. What do you think about what do you think about our defense? Our defense should be fine. I mean, Marcus May I think is going to be ready for game one, so 
You know, Gase is, you know how he is with injuries. He's very cautious, which mm-hmm. is good. Ever since Avery Williamson has gotten hurt, you have to give it to Gase for him to be very cautious. So, you know what? Listen, I think we'll be fine with Avery Williamson and Brian Cashman, even though I think Cashman is slow as a sloth. Yeah. But, you know, we have a de- decent defensive line. We should be fine. I think Quinn's going to have a great year. Mm-hmm. He's um, big. We need him to step up. We picked him third for a, a reason. He's a big man. He's built like Aaron Donald. You can, if you see their, like their, how they are width-wise, he's just not as built as Don, uh, Donald. I almost said Donald, excuse me. Yeah, you're yeah. good. Yeah, I hear you, bro. Bobby, what do you think about the matchup? Well, you know what? It's always interesting to see the Jets and Bills go up against each other. The Bills, obviously, there's a lot of hype with them getting Stephon Diggs. That defense is just loaded up. Uh, Everybody's looking to see if Josh Allen can really take that next step. I'm going to tell you this. I'm I'm not a Josh Allen guy. Anybody, there's always an argument. Who would you rather have, Darnold or Allen? And I'll tell you this. I'd rather take, um... Darnold's accuracy over Josh Allen's accuracy because Josh Allen overthrows wide open receivers by 30 yards and it's really pathetic. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it but yeah. I think I mean, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I like both. But like I don't know. I think Josh Allen is a franchise. He's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, no, yeah, he is. The thing is he's not he's a better version of Mitchell Trubisky, just not a that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Those two have some similarities. But, and Remember, Watson, he's, he's also... System, decent yeah. line, you know, decent uh, running he, back weapons. Come on. Yeah, he runs the ball like a stud, and he's, he always he can win games, but it's not pretty. Let's put it that way. Like He's not going to beat you with his arm that often. Yeah. He's a grinder. They'll win with him. The system's set up for him, like you said. But he's not like terrible, but he's not great. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. I mean, if he can get the ball to Diggs, I mean, he'll be dangerous. You know, he'll be very dangerous. If he can get the ball to Diggs, Diggs is phenomenal. He is fantastic. He's a, yeah. I think he's a top 10 receiver in the league. You put him right at 10. He has one. the ability to be. I think he is a top 10 receiver. I mean, why not? You got to put him up there. I think he's better than Thielen. You got to put him up there. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. he's probably better than Thielen, I would say. It's just interesting how that went in Minnesota. I think Kirk really liked Adam Thielen a lot. But maybe if yeah. they're separated, we'll see. Now we're going to get to see what the story is. So the spread's six and a half. I'm curious what you guys think of this number. Obviously, me and Mike have our Jets bias a touch. But Bobby, I have a, as an outsider, but in this division as well. What do you think about the number? How are you feeling score-wise with Jets, Bills? And what are some keys for you? Well, I think... I Oh, yeah, oh no! Shit, my bad. <laughs> no, you're good, bro. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I personally think um this game. I think Le'Veon Bell. You'll see him play much better now than he did last year. Also because the offensive line is stacked, and you give him time, and he's gonna kill it. Get him involved in the passing game. I think they will. Um, but I will say this. I think Week One's gonna be a, long, a hard week for you guys. I'm sorry to say it. I think the Bills are going to come out on fire. I think you guys are going to struggle to stay with them. I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm going to go with 30 to 17. Ouch. Ouch. But I will say Le'Veon will score. Uh, At least he gave us the grace of Le'Veon scoring. All right. Will Donald have a touchdown pass? Will we have a touchdown pass? Will Donald throw it in the end zone, he's asking. Yes. Who gets it? <laughs> yeah, okay, thank God. <laughs> who's, who's, gonna, who's, gonna, who's gonna get it? Chris Hogan. Oh, Hogan? Okay, we're gonna go with Hogan, I think huh? It's gonna be I was saying Herndon too. I have a Herndon. Fe- 
I have a Herndon vibe as well. Is Griffin out? He's not in it yet, right? I think he's in the. I think Griffin. No, Griffin. Griffin, I think is fine. I yeah, I think he's okay. Oh, no one said anything about it. That's why I'm like confused. I don't even know. Like they said, he might. I guess he's okay, or he's on the pop. Either way, I guess we'll see soon. So regardless of that, Mike, what do you think? And then I'll say my take uh, on it. You know what? I was gonna pick the Bills to win, but since you know I'm on I'm on this podcast with my man Julian and handsome Bobby, I'm gonna pick the Jets. Yeah. Pick them twenty-three to twenty. Donald leads them for a game-winning field goal. He's done think, it in Buffalo. Yep, he's done it in Buffalo. He remember he's done it in Buffalo twice. He's won in Buffalo twice. Actually. Yeah, he's two and zero. And you know, listen, if he utilizes crowd in that middle, utilizes Herndon up up the field, you know, I know Perryman is gonna struggle. Javius White is the top five corner. Yeah, that's the so, thing. Maybe we should not worry about Perryman this week. He's know, not going to have a fun do time. A, do screen passes with Bell. Listen, you've got yeah. that big, big motherfucking mountain of greenness. Fucking Mackay Beckett. <laughs> he is going to throw. He is going to demolish linebackers and linemen that are in front of him. He's too big. He's too strong. Remember, he finishes just like Quentin Nelson. You yeah, use that. the line's key, bro, 100%. Yep, if George Fant sucks, though, I may actually go to MetLife and kill him, but it's okay. <laughs> well, I have good news. I mean, George Fant was named the captain, so I'm guessing he doesn't suck. That has to vote well, right? Well, Beecham was the captain, and we all know how that ended up. Uh-oh, <laughs> that's not that open. Hopefully Fant's <laughs> much better than Beecham. But, I mean, we'll see. I haven't heard anything bad about him in camp, so that's a good sign. I haven't heard that he's been horrible. I mean, that that's good, right? Like, if you don't hear about Lyman, it's good for the most part. It means they're not I mean, messing the up. Thing is, he's, we, we, got, we gave him the money because he's very athletic. And it's only a so year, like, too. Yeah, they can get, they can get, if he sucks there, he's done after this year, so I don't hate it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he has the, the opt-out. Yeah, right? so, yeah, I like it. It's like it was a good gamble by JD. We'll see if it pays off for him. Plus, we have the draft next year, and there's a lot of linemen in that draft. Yep, got two first-rounders, so we'll see what happens. Van Rotten and McGovern should be solid. I like those two. Then we got Alex Lewis again. So, yeah, the line's key. I'm going to give us a win, too. I think it's right in that ballpark. Give me a 21-20. Jets get it done late as well. 21-20? Oh, my Yeah, we're going to have a nail-biter. We're going to be going back and forth. We're gonna. I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a grind. And I think the first half, I think it's going to be ugly. I think you're going to see, like, almost no offense. I think it's going to be very dry. And then the second half, I think you'll see things start to open up. Because remember, these guys have no preseason. We have a whole new team almost on offense. Like, things are not going to start out so fast, I don't think. But I think we'll get it in rhythm, hopefully. So I'm going to ride it. First game of the season. Got to have some faith in my Jets. Let's get this dub. I think Donald will be fine. I think Donald yeah. will have a good game. I think you have two touchdowns. And I don't think he'll do a pick. I think he's going to be very, 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 very dumb. Yeah, I think. He's very cautious. You know what? I'll give Donald. I'll give him two TDs. I think one pick because the Bills defense is very good. Uh, so I'm going to give him one turnover. And I think Bell gets a touchdown as well. And hopefully we won't have to lie the kicking game again because we saw what happened last year. If we have to lie it for a game with a field goal, I might need cardiac. Yeah, my, friend, my friend legitimately got a water bottle and slammed it to the wall and it completely shattered. The whole wall broke. I huh. couldn't believe it. My friend was pissed. And that I'm just like standing there like, well, we suck. <laughs> All right, well... The Jets, we got into a lot of big detail there. And then we'll break down Bobby's game as well. Pretty Actually, you know, let's just break your game down now because we'll talk about that in depth. Then we're going to do a bunch of quick hitters. Okay. So, right, I got you. Yeah, so we have the Jets covering and winning. Bobby has the Bills covering the spread and winning. So that's where everyone's standing right now. 
Now let's do Dolphins Patriots. I want to see this line here. All right, you guys are six and a half point favorites at home. Bobby, take it away. All right, so the big storyline is there's a new face at quarterback. It's not Tom Brady anymore, unfortunately. But I'll take me some Cam Newton, a fired-up Cam Newton, a fresh Cam Newton. Um, he's ready to go. Uh, we lost a lot of players in free agency, a lot on defense. We lost Hightower to opting out. So our linebacking core, our front seven, took a huge hit. But we still have the best secondary in football, in my opinion. I think we're going to be fine. Our receiving core, led by Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry is here. He'll take a second-year leap. And we still got James White, but we're going to rely on the running game. Sony Michelle has to, and I repeat, has to break out. He hasn't been healthy in his first two years in the league with knee issues. And he still has rushed for over 900 yards. So yeah. when he's healthy, he could be there. And we saw what he could do in college at Georgia. But this game with the Dolphins, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick got the start. Last time the Dolphins came into Foxborough, they, they beat us. They played spoilers. <laughs> but I think the uh, play of the game is the key to the win for the Patriots is cover these receivers get pressure on the quarterback, and just get into the end zone and let Cam do his thing. So how are you feeling? What's your ultimate score, and who do you think? And you said the Dolphins receivers are your biggest problem. What about the defense for the Dolphins? Who's, who worries you on the Dolphins' defense? And well, you said you're, and I said the score prediction, so you, well, you, you can give me that. I'm still concerned. I think the secondary got better with Byron Jones. Got Xavier Howard back. But I think the pass... I know what he's going to say. I know what you're going to say. Say it, though. I know what you're going to say. It's Kyle Van Noy. Of course, Van Noy. There we go. We had to bring up Van We had to bring up Van Noy. Me and Bobby actually met him a year and a half ago. Such a great guy. So that was, that was, that was cool. But good. He has big dick energy. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> really big fan of his. But, you know, he's a thorn on our side. He's very good. The Dolphins' defense is a replica of the Patriots' defense because Brian Flores was our D coordinator. Right. So, with this, I'm going to break down this game for you guys. I think Cam Newton's going to be fired up. I think you're going to see him look really good. I'm going to go with the Patriots winning this one 28-20. And Cam Newton's first win, and Cam Newton will pass for three touchdowns. And he'll run for a touchdown. Wow, you got Superman returning to Foxborough. You think he's all the way back. Oh, yeah. I think the Patriots win this game, but I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be a little grind, too. The AFC East games are always tough. The Dolphins play the Patriots tough. I got Patriots 2017. I think it's going to be a nail-biter, low scoring. I think you're going to see a lot of back-and-forth action. Both teams have an entirely new offense. So, again, I think you're going to see slow starts, and we're going to have to see how Cam picks everything up. Keneal Harry's going to have to make plays for you, I think, because if they blanket Julian Edelman, you've got to throw to someone. So, I would look for Harry. The tight ends, you got to see what's going on with them. James White's going to be a killer. I have a feeling he'll get, like, 10 catches because that would be the perfect way for Cam to have an escape route. He could be an easy check down. Dolphins with Pitts, they'll get a little bit going. I think Preston will cause some problems. I think that Gilmore will want to redeem himself off to what happened with Devontae Parker last year. So I think he's going to be a little bit better this time. And the running game for the Dolphins, I can see Parade doing a little work, maybe ripping a few runs here and there. But I think Fitz will turn it over at a bad time because he has a tendency to do that. And the Patriots defense can definitely force turnovers. So 
I think that's going to be a fun one as well. But I think the Patriots get the dub. Dolphins cover the spread. Okay. I like that. How do you feel? Yeah, how do you feel? How do I feel? Oh, my God. You're going to love this, Bobby. Oh. I think Fitzpatrick is going to throw two picks on the first two drives. Oh, oh wow. I love it. They're going to bring in the kid from Alabama. Right They're away. Wow. Right off the bat. Hook, line, and sinker to a... this wow. game. Oh, wow. wow. That's a hot take. Fuck it, might as well go for it. We're going for it all, ladies and point mike i'm telling you you know what it is different uh cam being a different type of quarterback than the patriots are used to so you know what he's gonna have to really be careful because if he goes crazy and you know he's not going to protect himself we could be in trouble and then we have to go to jared stidham and yes i don't want that to happen (laughs) i think stidham has I agree. I think the Dolphins will win. I think the Dolphins oh. will throw a pick. And I think, I think you throw... I think you throw one touchdown, but they're going to run the shit out of the ball. Just give it a breed at Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard's a horse. But he, he was a pro bowler at one point with the Bears. Yeah. Realize that. You know? He, he's a big boy, man. He, he, he can score three <laughs> touchdowns in one game. He's done it before. He did it last year, too. So, utilize the run game. Let Tua get easy routes with Devontae Parker on the outside. You know, let him, let him be safe in the pocket. They have Josh Jones, who was really good at the senior bowl, and he dropped in the third way. Wait, yeah, no, that's the card and shit. Who do they have on left tackle? The le- um, I don't even know who the they Dolphins picked. Gifted on, like, you can't have someone that gifted on the bench for that long, you know? Fitz is going to struggle. Fitz is the most inconsistent quarterback in the history of the of the NFL. I mean, watching that Chiefs game a couple of years ago as a Jets fan was pretty good. Oh, bro. I don't like to relive that one, but... And then in 2015, he had us within a whisker making the playoffs, and he self-destructs. I mean... Yeah, and then he absolutely shits his pants 
and then starts crying in the middle of the field and throws a pick to whoever the fuck was it. I don't know. Who someone on the someone. Yeah, I don't know, bro. It was bad, but I thought he was throwing it to New Jersey. I don't know where. where <laughs> yeah, that was up in Buffalo too. So like, yeah, we've seen bad. the so we've seen the rise and fall of Fitzpatrick. You're calling for the fall again. So what's your score? You say Dolphins get the dub. So what's your what's your number? I'm gonna say seventeen to fourteen. Oh, so we're thinking similarly, but I have the Patriots winning. So we both see ugly games, but you, we have different winners. Yeah, I think Cam will just throw two touchdown passes, but then he will he will complete maybe like a little bit over fifty percent of his passes, and that's not what Belichick's about. Yeah, he, it's gonna easy check down passes. Cam struggles with those. Right, that's why I think James White's going to be key. But we got to get it going a little bit. We're running down time and touch, so we're going to do quick hitters with the rest of these games. Yeah. yeah we, got we got like 20 minutes till kickoff almost. So let's get, let's get the rest of these games. I know the next one I'm really excited about. Seahawks-Falcons. Seahawks traveling to Atlanta. They're two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll just start this off quick. I think the Falcons get the dub. I think Julio Jones is going to have a great game. Matt Ryan will get it going. Hayden Hurst touchdown. Falcons twenty seven. Seahawks twenty four. Okay. Bobby, what's your prediction? I'm gonna go with you know what? This game is very interesting to me. I'm gonna go with Seattle. Uh I think Russell Wilson having um Josh Gordon back, having um DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett all fresh. I think their running back situation with Chris Carson, they I think they do a they always seem to do a committee thing nowadays. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. But Russell Wilson still continues to put up big numbers and make plays. I think the Seahawks win this game. I'm going to go 27-21. Oh, okay. Mike, what are you thinking? I'm actually going to agree with my handsome man, Bobby, man. Mr. <laughs> my Mary, man. man I'm going to agree. I'm going to go 34-24 Seahawks. Okay. All right. Jamal Adams will have a pick. Oh. He will have a force bubble. He will come off the bat all fired up. Oh, no. You know, yeah, I agree. he's just going to give us the biggest fuck you in the game. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> yep. because oh, he's going to do it. Definitely. He's going to do it. <laughs> well, yeah. I think Russ Wilson is the best player in the world other than Mahomes. So, and plus, DK Metcalf is an absolute star. I think he's going to be fantastic. I wanted DK Metcalf with that third pick other than Quentin Williams. And I've said that a million times. Huh. Interesting. But, that's that's gonna be something. I you know what I want to see. I want to see Julio Jones burn him over the middle, stiff arm him, and truck him, and so he could cry as Jones walks into the end zone. That's what I want to see. Let me get some <laughs> of that. I listen. I will have six beers <laughs> if that happens. Let me tell you. Oh, all right. <laughs> you have to send me a video trucking all six within uh, yeah. ten minutes if that happens. What's up, GT fans? We just wanted to let you know that our sponsorship has arrived. That's right. We have teamed up with Thrive Fantasy. Use promo GRUNT at signup and receive $20 instant credit when your first deposit is $20 or more. That's Thrive Fantasy. Now back to the show. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. Bears, why? <laughs> Bears. This is why you're on the podcast. Bears, Lions, Lions minus three. I'm going with the Lions here. I'm not a Mitch guy. I think Galladay and the boys show up. Stafford will be going again. Uh, I like Swift, and I think the running back group is good for the Lions. Lions 23, Bears 17. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm going to go same score with you, 23-17 Lions. I think Stafford's going to have one hell of a game. I don't think he's going to go turnover. 
I, I just think that Bears team's a mess. With yeah, I'm, I don't like it either. And if they, even if they bring in Foles, he's probably going to break his shoulder or break his arm or something. <laughs> yeah. I just hope Allen Robinson goes off. That's all I care about in that game. Yeah, I'm in fantasy? Yeah, I picked up Robinson yesterday. I have, I have Kenny Galladay in fantasy. I have Galladay too, actually. We and Bobby have him. But yep. Bobby, what are you thinking? Oh, uh, it's Lions all day. Mitch so we have a clean sweep here. When Mitch Trubisky was awarded the quarterback position, I said, okay, this team's doomed again. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of said the same. Uh, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go with 27 to 13. Wow. I think that David Montgomery is gonna have a big game. All right. Montgomery is actually very good. He's yeah. so good, underrated. Like I said, my, yeah, Robinson, Montgomery, two good pieces of the Bears' offense. The rest of it, not so certain. Packers and Vikings. Vikings two and a half at home. This is an interesting game. Me and Bobby have ripped the Packers all offseason, and I'm going to continue here. I think it's a skull day in Minnesota. I think the Vikings get this one. Give me a 24-21. I think it'll be close, but the Vikings team is much better despite the fact that Rodgers is better than Kirk Cousins. Honestly, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to put his nuts on Matt LaSource's forehead <laughs> and say, I'm going to carry this team. And then he's going to give a middle finger to Aaron Jones, and he's going to throw four touchdown passes. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to find a way to win this game because their defense is good enough to continue. Kirk Cousins is very inconsistent. Do yeah. not forget that. Just because he won that game against the Saints does not No, no, no. Any- I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy. I just, oh, like, we're both not I just like the Vikings team overall much better than the Packers team. Listen, man, when you have Aaron Rodgers, man, he can do anything. And I think he's fully healthy. I think yeah. he should be fine. You got to open up the playbook for him, though. You exactly. can't just give the ball to Aaron Jones. He's special. Aaron Jones is going to be a top five running back for the next five years. I agree. Yeah, I like him a lot, too, and we have him as well. So we're going to have to see. Bobby, what are you feeling? Well, Mike, I like how you brought up the Packers defense because I always bring up, I call these two guys the law firm of Smith and Smith with Preston and Sedarius. Yep. And um, I'm going to tell you this. You know what? Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, two of the best offensive weapons in football. He has nobody else, and he still puts up numbers with no name receivers. He makes nothing, he makes something out of nothing. But. This week, I'm going to tell you this. I think the Vikings get this win. I'm going to go. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with 28-27. I think Justin Jefferson is going to show the world why he's one of the best receivers in the country coming out of college. Right. He's the Diggs replacement, and who, they will be just fine. And I also predict Dalvin Cook is going to go off this season. Oh yeah, yeah, Cook season, and also Yengakwe is a Viking too. And Yannick, we always Yannick gets a sack or two against the Packers. Also, I think he's gonna show everyone what he's about. I think Dalvin Cook will get hurt this year. Yeah, I hope not, he, but he is very injury he has prone. Not proved to be healthy. He got he was only good for two what? He got hurt for two years straight. Yeah, that's the thing. He's yeah. a, he's another health liability. I I hope that doesn't happen. I'm a Cook fan, but we're gonna have to see. I like Cook too. Yeah. Okay, so Eagles, Redskins, I think this should be a slam dunk for all of us. Eagles are five and a half point favorite. Eagles 30, Redskins 20. I think it's pretty should easy. I, should I, Julian, should I do it? Should I do it? You're going to go with Washington? You're going to pull the upset card? <laughs> no, no I, I don't know if I could. Could Dwayne have? No. I don't know. 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 I
All right, Bobby, you go in. Oh, okay. This is going to be short and sweet. First of all, this Washington football team is garbage. I'm sorry. They got Chase Young. He's a good player. They get Alex Smith. That's a great story. He's on the active roster. Don't be surprised if Alex Smith gets that starting job back again with the bad player Dwayne Haskins if he doesn't pick it up. But Eagles are going to destroy the watch the football team. I said the Redskins. Watch- I don't even care because it's so <clears throat> stupid they changed it. I'm, I'm still oh, going to say Redskins. If it offends anyone, you can stop listening to this podcast. I'm here, sorry. Here, uh, here, uh, <laughs> I really don't care. It's so stupid. I agree. I'm going to go with I'm going to go 33 to 10, and I'm going to be nice and wow. give them a touchdown. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to go. <laughs> I'll go with the Eagles. 25 to 24. It will be close. Okay. I think Haskins is just going to throw it up to Scary Terry, and he's going to have two touchdowns. Yeah, let's go Scary Terry. I drafted those by flex yesterday. I think Chase Young will have two sacks. Okay. Oh, they are drinking beer. They are drinking beer. That's that's actually, the setup looks like decent almost. I'm surprised they're that close. I thought they'd be more spread out. I'll tell you this. That's not distancing. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's interesting. But, yeah, so... All right, so he, I know Mike wants to pull the trigger on upset badly, but that wasn't the one. He's itching nah, to get us. No, nah, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Do <laughs> You're itching it. to get us. We'll, we'll find one for you. Let's see. Okay, Raiders-Panthers. This is an interesting game to me. Panthers are a three-point favorite. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Raiders are favorite on the road in Carolina. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Carolina. I just, I'm just i not sure why. I just feel like it's a game the Raiders will screw up somehow. I think Robbie Anderson is going to be not that great, but McCaffrey is going to win the game for the Panthers, and Derek Carr is going to underwhelm. Panthers like 20, Raiders 17. Oh, God. I don't know what to think of that game. That's going to that's be probably the most boring game in NFL history, probably. Yeah, I'm not too excited about it either, really. I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going to go with them 20-16. Yeah. Raiders 16. Raiders, Raiders I think they got Jonathan Abram back. Raiders are traveling to Carolina. That kid is a monster. That kid from A&M is a savage. No, Mississippi State. He's a savage. Remember, he hits people hard. He's like a Jamal Adams. Right. So, he's my ex factor for this game. He's going to be covering for heads, man. He no, hits yeah. people. And I like, Derek Carr will be fine. I think Josh Jacobs will have a very phenomenal game. Remember, they drafted all defense this year, so it's a bunch of rookies on that field. Right. It's going to be a punk. Keekly just retired. Derek Brown is probably going to struggle this year. I wasn't that crazy about Derek Brown coming out because he's a defensive tackle, but you yeah. know, I think he'll be, you know, and plus it's Matt Wool's first game. You know, you can't just, you know, you can't just throw him in the fire like that. You know, so yeah. I'm going to go with the Raiders 2016. Derek Carr is experienced enough. I think Teddy Bridgewater will be too conservative. I right. don't understand how, how Robbie Anderson and Teddy Bridgewater is going to even work. That's what I said, sense. too. I said the same thing. It's a terrible combination. Okay. Anderson just went for the money and Matt Rule, but like Bridgewater Anderson's not a. I don't see that at all. It's not like Robbie's a good intermediate route runner or anything. Like it doesn't make any sense. Bobby, I'm curious what you think of this game. I'm gonna dis- I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Panthers on oh, this one. Oh, you're with me. You see the Raiders shit in the bed. I think that Derek Carr. He keeps talking about respect, and he's not gonna gain any respect uh-oh. on Sunday. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think that. I think the Panthers are gonna win this one, 26 to 16. I think that Christian McCaffrey just eats that defense up for lunch. Um, and I'm going to tell you this. 
a player for, I think, DJ Moore and uh, Bridgewater, that's going to be a match made in heaven. DJ Moore yeah, that's is a, a lot better. DJ Moore is one of the best receivers in football. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense than Anderson and him. But, yeah. Whoa, whoa, one of the best receivers in football. Whoa, I like him. He's good. How high up will um, you rank? How, how, how high? How 15. He's a top, top 15 he receiver. Said, he said 15. All right, so he's one of the most promising receivers in the league. Say that. That's better. All right, I'll, I'll give you that. He's one of the most. Yeah, promising. I agree with Mikey more. I'm, I'm on the I'm on Mike's train, but 15 you know. to, uh, that 15 to 20 range just seems like a sweet spot for him. I can respect that. So here's this should be a layup too. Colts Jaguars Colts minus eight. Look, the Jaguars are ba- the Jaguars basically sold their whole team. Colts 20 Colts 30 Jaguars 10. Let's just move I'm gonna forward. Do it. I'm gonna Oh, this is your spot. Oh, boy. Jaguars win 24 to 3. Oh, wow. 24 24 to 3. Wow. I think Philip Rivers is done. Oh, no. I took the Colts to my survivor pool. This better not be true. I hope I get my result and not yours. Oh, my God. Actually, I didn't submit it yet. I have to submit it tomorrow. I don't know. I think Gardner Mitchell, he's been the luckiest human being on the face of this planet. So far in the NFL because he is not good. But no, Minshew Mania think, was fun while it lasted, but it's good. Came to a crashing halt, and I think this year we're really gonna see. I mean, the dude has no wideouts in his defense, so who is he throwing the ball to? DJ Chark. I mean, DD Westbrook. DJ Chark's a no, Chark he is, is good. good. No, he is. I wasn't trying to dispute Chark, but like, is he the best receiver on the team? Maybe I don't know. On the Jaguars, obviously. Um, yeah, he's a number one receiver. He's like a top, he's a top 15 receiver in the league if you think about it. He's what was, right with DJ Moore. What was his stats last year? Over, I think, probably 20, 20 100, what, what, 1,200 yards. Oh, was it that much? Wow, I didn't even realize. All right, I stand corrected yeah, with Chart. he was a pro bowler. He was really good. All right, all right. I'll, I'll dismiss that. But, like, other than that, like, I don't know what he's throwing to. Like, I don't mean to disrespect Chart, But, like, other than that, it's really bad. And there's no denying that. Bobby, what's your synopsis on this one? On the Colts and Jaguars? Yeah. Okay, first of all, the Jaguars are a dumpster fire. The Gardner Minshew is okay. He's nothing to brag about. This offense is weak. I don't see anything remotely attractive about it. The defense is deteriorated. The Colts have Phillip Rivers paying him $25 million for one year. Colts are going to steamroll them. I'm going to go 30 to, I'm gonna go 30 to 7. Damn, you just shit on my prediction. Bro. No, we yeah. both did, too. We're, we're, we're just so anti-Jaguars over here. We just, I, I we just don't see it over no, here. No, no, that's the only win they're going to have. I swear wow. That's the only win <laughs> oh, imagine I lose. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so bad. I'd lose my first week, and the Jaguars lose the rest of their games. Like, what a nightmare that would be. All right. I would die. That would be hilarious. That would be so bad. All right. Hold so it doesn't happen. Browns and Ravens. Ravens, seven and a half. Baltimore is going to take care of business here, I think. What are, you, what are you saying? Uh, I'm going to go quick on this one. Uh, Ravens are going to steamroll the Browns. I think that Lamar Jackson is going to run all over them. Marquise Brown is healthy now. That's bad news for the NFL. His speed is back. You see what he could do. Um, I think the running back situation, watch out for J.K. Dobbins. He, he will take carries away from Mark Ingram. Uh, for for the Browns, I just don't believe in Baker. I think Baker's a turnover machine. I just don't think he's really that guy. Yeah. I just don't like what I see from him. I'm not, I'm not a Baker dude over here either. I got 35-17. I think it's a laugher for the Ravens. I mean, I'm going to show everyone that last year wasn't a fluke. And the Browns, I don't think they, they made some great moves, but I'm still not a believer yet until they actually do it on the field. Yeah. 
Um, I think, hmm, remember, the Browns did beat the Ravens in week three. They split them last year, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. And remember, they improved that offensive line. I think Baker, I think Baker with this team will be fantastic. Kyle Stefanski is a grown-up. He's an offense. He was an offensive coordinator. He's gonna groom Baker fine. I'm gonna hate every second of it. I think Lamar will struggle against this defense. Hmm. Even though Grant Delpit is hurt, they still have a solid defense. And I think Miles Garrett's become my swinging. Um, and I think I think the Browns are gonna win this game. 26 to 24. Wow. Well, that that would be something. We'll have to see. But like you said, it's that's not out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, they beat them before this division game, but we got to do rapid fires here. Chargers, Bengals. I'm going with the Chargers. I think they'll win it. I don't trust the Bengals still. I'm going with Chargers as well. Two rookie quarterbacks potentially if Herbert comes in for Tyrod. Tyrod is terrible, so I'm going to go with the Bengals. So you think Burrow wins his debut? All right, that would be something. I think Burrow wins his debut easily. They have, remember, they have T. Higgins. They have A.J. Green. They have Tyler Boyd. They have the playmakers all around Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow will make some magic happen, even though I think Donald is better than Burrow in a lot. I think he's like Tony Romo, if you had to think about it, Joe Burrow. Hmm. I think they've compared Donald to Tony, too, actually, a little bit. I don't think he's Tony. I think... Donald's more compared to Andrew Luck, but everyone's going to like try to like destroy me on that. Comparison. Yeah, we would get eviscerated you know, I think the Bengals are going to win this one, and it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be 21-14. to 14. Yeah, I see an ugly one, too. I'm feeling like a 19-16 type deal. I mean, the Chargers, I don't trust the Chargers' offense that much, but I don't trust the Bengals' defense. So, we have a few games left, and we're, like, almost getting no, the kickoff now. they have a good defensive now. line, bro. They have Carl Lawson. No, I know they got Atkins and stuff, but I don't Atkins know about the rest too, of it. They're going to come for his neck, and they don't have a good offensive line. Remember, they... I wanted them to take. I thought they were gonna take Beckton, which was shocking. No, I, I knew it was gonna be. No, I knew it was gonna be Herbert. They needed that quarterback. Herbert, Herbert's bad, man. Oh my God, Herbert's gonna be bad unless you give him a perfect situation. He's not gonna be good. You have to give him a perfect offensive line. You got to put him in a dark situation. Right, I get what you're saying with that. So here's a game that Bobby's gonna like. We got Bucks Saints. Bobby, who do you got, brother? You going with your boy? Uh. I'm, this one is really tough. They're so evenly matched, too. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to go with the the Bucks to win this one. I really am. I think Tom Brady in his first game with the Bucks with new weapons, especially we got to hope for Mike Evans if his hamstring is okay. But I think he'll be just fine. I'm going to go with it's a high-scoring game. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 34 to 31. I think it's going to be fun as too, although I'm not ready to anoint the Bucks yet. I'm taking the Saints in this one here. I think the Saints get it 30-24. to 24. I think you'll see a lot of offense from the Bucks, but I think the Saints is a little bit better still. I got to see what happens with all these new pieces in the Bucks. They haven't played with each other yet on the real game, no preseason. So I'm going to take what I know, and right now that's the Saints. I mean, ask yourself this. Other than Shaq Barrett, who do you see on that 
defense that's going to make things happen. Levante David is getting older. Think about that for a second. You know? Yeah. I, I think that, you know, you have the Saints who their offense is perfected. Michael Thomas is probably the best receiver in football. You know, Jared Cook is also a very good tight end. You have Alvin Kamara, who had a very, very bad season. He did not do good. He fucked me in fantasy. Thank you, Alvin <laughs> Kamara. Hopefully you hear this. But, you know, I think he's going to have a great game. You know, they're going to, you know. Plus, Brady, remember, it's now this is a gunslinger offense. You're, you're going into Bruce Arians' offense. This is for a gunslinger. Like, Jameis Winston was perfect for this offense, to be honest. And Except the, the turnovers. Go is because he gave up, he gave up 167 picks and a half. Like, yeah, the turnovers, bro. You gotta keep it going. So you got, you got Saints winning. Yeah, I got, I got the Saints winning 40, 46 to 37. Oh, wow, that's a wild Very offense. High game. It's so gonna be, it's gonna be a bloodbath. Cardinals 49ers. Who do we got, boys? I'm gonna say 49ers, but Cardinals make it close. I'm gonna go 49ers. I think the Cardinals so. are gonna win that one. Oh, you got an upset. There's another upset. 31-27. Kyler Murray will be the MVP of the National Football. My brother says that too. Like my brother thinks Kyler's an MVP. Also, he's gonna. Kyle, I took. I took him in fantasy. Murray so. Is so talented, especially with that shitty line, <laughs> and they got Josh Jones now, who I liked in the senior, but who I was gonna say before. Oh, if that's know. right. That's he got him late. He slept pretty far. That's that's a good point. Sli- was it the second round or third round? I think it was third. third. Round. What was the third he got that's picked in? It was Josh Jones, the guy from Houston. Josh, yeah, yeah, that was a good pick for them. I mean, I think it's going to be a fun game, but I'm still standing with the 49ers. I think they're too good for this Cardinals team right now. I don't Remember, think the Cardinals man, are ready. Isaiah, Isaiah, that kid, Isaiah Simmons, is a, is, a, is a machine, man. He can play safety. He can play the box. He can play, he can play outside linebacker, go side to side. Someone like Isaiah Simmons and Chandler Jones is coming back with Brian, uh, Brian Murphy and uh, – and Buda Baker, ridiculous. That's no, the Cardinals are going to be good, bro. I'm, I think they're going to be good. But we got to see it first. Now, Cowboys-Rams is a night game on Saturday. Me and Bobby aren't high in the Rams, really. I'm taking That's Dallas. Laughable. I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas, too. Brother, what do you think? I'm going Dallas. I'm not sold on the Rams anymore. 27. I'm going to go 27-20 Cowboys. I think they get the revenge for that playoff game a few years ago. Yep, I agree. I, I'm going to go 34-17 to uh, 17, uh, Cowboys. I think Dak will have a great game. I think CeeDee C. Lamb will have a great... Uh, I'm excited game. to see Lamb. We talked about it a lot for us, but we knew we had to get that tackle, so it wasn't going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah, it sucks. But yeah, we'll, we'll get a receiver right, next year, hopefully. So two Monday night games to finish out the show. The game's about to kick off. Steelers-Giants, Monday night football. Steelers 5.5 going to MetLife. I'm going with the Steelers. I don't think the Giants are ready yet. Steelers win by at least a touchdown. Give me 2013. I think it's an ugly one. I think it's going to be 30 to 13. Steelers. I think Big Big Ben is going to come back very strong. I think that's James my question. Still, still gotta game. see. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I think James Conner's going to run the hell out of the ball, and I think that um, Juju Smith-Schuster will be back. They don't. Have, the Giants are not a good football team. No, but Daniel it's pretty Jones simple. Three picks. Oh wow! He's going three picks. Any fumbles? Three picks. <laughs> I'll go six fumbles. <laughs> I'll go one okay. pick. I'll go one fumble. One fumble, one pick. That's what I'll go, brother. I'm gonna go. 
I'm going with uh, the Steelers to win this one. I think that Big Ben coming back, you're going to see <clears throat> the Steelers' offense be back into form, and my boy Juju is going to be back into form. I'm going to go with a 26-16 deal. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe the Giants can surprise and make it closer. Maybe the Steelers' offense is frosty against Bands and play in the year. We're about to kick off right now. Last Monday night game, Titans and Broncos close to a pick. I'm, I'm going to go Denver at home. I have a weird feeling they'll win it. It's going to be a gross game. Two good defenses. Offense is up and down at times. I'm, I'm going like 14-13. I think it's going to be an ugly one. 14, 13? Okay. Um, I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go 20. <coughs> I think Drew Locke is going to throw two picks, but he'll, he'll throw three touchdown passes. I think Drew Locke will be fine. I think Jerry Judy's going to have an unbelievable game. Yeah, because Sutton's banged off now, so that might be true. He's going to, bro, he's so good. Jerry Judy is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I wish we could have got him too, but you know how it is. <laughs> but remember, remember the Titans just got Clowney, and Clowney in that aggressive, very gritty defense that was in the playoffs, if they bring that playoffs defense to Drew Locke, who's basically a rookie still. You still count him as a rookie. He only started, what, four games? Yeah, that's He's true. He's coming for you. They're going to be. They're gonna blitz. They are going to try to rip his head off. And Von Miller's hurt, too. Don't forget that. Yeah, that's true. He's, I, think, I don't know. I think it's a tough, it's a tough thing right now. Um, for that team to get going. It's a tough place to play, even though there's no fans. The Denver environment's a little weird. I just think Denver's going to come out firing. It's also an offense that hasn't been seen much, so I think that's going to help them as much as well. But we'll see. I think it's going to be a close one. About to get this going. About to end right here. Bobby, how are we ending this? Uh, well, real quick, I'll give my score prediction. I'm going with the Titans to win that game. I'm going to go with 17-13 to win that game. I still think the Titans are a really good team, and that right in his hands. But, uh, yeah, we're going to end this. Now football is back. The game's on right now. The Texans have the ball. It's third and five. So we're going to have a Mike, thank Mike, thank you for being on with us. We're going to definitely have you back on again. Anytime, it was great talking to you guys, and I wasn't intoxicated. So <laughs> no, no, it's all good, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, we, we got to yeah, link man. up soon. Uh, we'll definitely talk off the air. This was a fun time. We'll have you back from time to time. So, Mike, thanks again for coming on the podcast. And let's see what happens with this football game. Football's back, so that should be celebrated. Oh, yeah. Exactly. All right, man. Have a shot for me, fellas. All right. <laughs> Sounds All right. good, man. Right, man. Good talking to you, buddy. All right. You too. All right. So, all right. We're just going to end it like this.